Evening Troops, welcome back. It's been, I don't know, a couple of weeks, but we have hockey back and it's episode 91 of Two Minutes for Chatting and the news is all great this week. The best news that we've had in a while, in a good while. Yeah, not not only is the team back, but uh, the arena news, the deal is finally out in the open. Um, and we'll have an ice hockey team for the next, well, in theory, the next 20 years <laughs> ahead. Um, and I think, yeah, everyone concerned, it's it's a great effort to get it over the line and finally release the news and actually not have that worry at the back of your mind. No, exactly. Um, it's the news that we've been waiting for for a good while. Um, a 20-year term which is good. Hopefully we'll have a team for the next 20 years. Not only that, but you'll get us for the next 20 years as well. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> that would that would have to be some kind of record, maybe. <laughs> uh, but if we are, if we are about and Brayhead is still about, then uh, we're doing something right. Um, just to re- reading through the, the statement a wee bit, picking out the highlights. Uh, it will still be called Brayhead Arena. There's a new brand called Brayhead Ice Centre, which encompasses the public skating and all that kind of stuff that goes on. Um, and yeah, Chalmers giving the, the lip service to all the people involved. But, uh, you know, for all the all the excitement, there were still a few rumours going about regarding the ice and whether the deal's actually been done. So it's good to finally um, get rid of those and, you know, look forward. Yeah, um, I'll admit I didn't actually see any rumours earlier that week um, about us potentially going bust or whatever. I didn't see anything. Um, But then, I don't know, I've not been on the forum or anything like that, so I don't know. Yeah, just I think people were a bit worried in general that nothing had really come out and and why had we not heard yeah. uh, the, the team were enough. obviously here and mm-hmm. uh, certain things hadn't been announced and there was the confusion over when the first game was but yeah all in all it's good and do you think it will given that the the new company i think it's glasgow arena limited um do you think them being the the operators will have an impact on the overall match night experience? Um, it might do. It might work in our favour. Depend, like I don't know to be honest, because um, I don't really. Like, I don't know. I'm not really. I'm not particularly bothered about that kind of side of it. I just. Like the only thing I really care about is having a team and being able to go and see that team. I think like previously you've obviously had um, merchandise stalls and food stalls and stuff like that. And I think that will continue. I don't know. I guess that's kind of what the questionnaires were about. Um, yes. Kind of link, linking to that. But then... I don't know, we've only had three of those as well. Is there not meant to be five of them? <laughs> yeah, they were probably delayed as well. Yeah, I'm completely nitpicking. I'm I don't care. Like, I'm glad I'm glad this happened. But yeah. yeah. I'm I'm in the same boat. I, I don't care. I'm just thinking uh, more specifically, obviously they'll probably need to get their own catering and all that in to do that. But I was thinking more about like um for example the the famous goal pegs as a thing does <laughs> does being the operator mean it's now easier for us to get something done about that uh, stuff like yes. the the goal line technology when when there's been problems before because of the the internet in the arena all of those things that could actually affect the match I'm thinking um, true are yeah, we so- are we going to be able to be more kind of active and proactive with those things it's possible i don't know i I would think so i would think so um um, but yeah uh, it's like a lease isn't it so i don't know i don't know how that works yeah true 
True. Um, I really don't know. Um, just just kind of speculate, but I think we're both kind of in the not too bothered about that camp, but just glad that it's actually actually back. Um, and when the first games start, I think you'll kind of completely forget about all that and just be back into it kind of thing. Um, nothing's changed. Yeah, yeah, it'll be the same shit. <laughs> Straight back in, same songs. The only thing that's different is the players, the coach. Yeah, well, hopefully we, hopefully that's the, the, the good thing that's different. Hopefully that's a, a big change, the yeah. only change that we really want to work out properly. Um, but given that that was released uh, fairly recently, as we'll come on to a bit later, it has had an impact on some of our home fixtures. Uh, but we'll continue to fulfil the, the away ones just now. Uh, and there was a, an exhibition game against Solway a week ago now, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. Last Wednesday. Yeah. Um, it resulted in a in a 7-3 win for the clan. I think I remember a few seasons ago under Finnerty, maybe his, uh, the Matt Keith first season we played Solway as well uh, and had a had a good season so maybe it's a, a good omen um, but I think we 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 possibly struggled a, a bit in that game um, and Solway certainly for for a good portion of it gave us a run for our money yeah definitely I think you you do need to kind of factor in as well that um John McLaughlin was in, in nets for Solway. Um and we obviously know what what he's like and he, he can put in a shift um for us. We also had um the likes of Liam Stenton and Callum Boyd playing as well. So um yeah, they're a different team to what what they were probably even when we played them last. Um but yeah, well well organised and um you know it was good to just have a game, I guess, to you know, try and get a bit of match sharpness and a bit of fitness up. Yeah, um, you, you, sorry. No, no, sorry. You, you just I, I I'd never expect us to just um run over these teams, especially when it was our, our first game when mm. we'd had limited practice. As you say, McLaughlin and goals who um, from all accounts, was was really impressive, and also from the the shot statistics, I think a few people said that um, they've been um, they've underestimated the shots that number of shots that McLaughlin faced, and I can kind of believe that. Um, but you know, we we conceded a few goals, but scoring seven ourselves, you you can't really complain too much about that. Uh, these are all things that I guess will get ironed out and it, it gave us uh, a bit of a chance to to see what kind of lines the coach would be looking to play um, and in a, in snippets what some of the players might bring for the season Yeah exactly um, it was a good spread for for goal scorers as well um, nice to see everybody chipping in at some point Yeah. Uh, as well, so yeah, that no, was good. We we did, as you say, kind of struggle for the first first couple of periods, I would say, um, and then we obviously kicked it up a gear in the in the third. Um, a few a few good goals in there as well. Um, a few yeah. a few howlers for um for the referees in that game as well. Yeah, I mean, we, we just discussed before recording, but realistically, that game should have been 7-2, given that one of the Solway goals was as as bad a, a missed offside as you'll ever see from a refereeing team. Um, but these things, I guess, sometimes happen in exhibition games. You just don't want it to happen for real um, in, a, in a league league or a playoff game that would be a bit of a disaster but as you said 
a good win. Guys getting um, their first sort of competitive game. And uh, it's probably some some players' first time playing on maybe the bigger ice surface and things as well. So that, that all factors in. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, I think that rink is a bit smaller, to be fair. But in general, yeah, they, I mean, we know what the rink's like are here. We know what? What was that? Edit that out. <laughs> We're we're reversing the words in this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, we know like some some links are bigger than others, and obviously ours is quite big. Um, but yeah, I get like they'll get used to that. I'm sure. I'm sure guys have played in, in big rinks and small rinks before. Kind of mix of both, so shouldn't really be an issue. Um, but obviously at home, there is a bit a bit kind of bigger ice, so. Might take some adjustment, but I'm sure I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be flying in no time once we get yeah. a few games under our belt. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'm not aware who the kind of named captains were for that game, but it was announced shortly afterwards that um, Dyson Stevenson would be the captain, and Haywood, Vinan, and, and Saul. Are the three assistant captains? I think we'd alluded to Stevenson probably being the most likely to get it before. Um, Matt Haywood, not surprising me with uh, with him being an assistant. Cody Saul again seems to fit that role, and then Vinanen, who we're both kind of looking forward to seeing, he makes up that that leadership group. So I think it's. No real surprises, but um, good choices based on the amount of work that uh, the coach has done before with Dyson Stevenson. I think that was kind of stick on. Yeah, as you say, we kind of discussed that previously. He would probably be the favourite for for a captain's role. Um, and this happened, but you you do kind of look at the at the group, and there's a good a good mix there. Um, you know, guys with. A lot of experience and uh, played at a really high level um, as well. So I good about the dressing room. So there's a good a good balance there. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think they were kind of we'd kind of talked about other other players potentially. Um, maybe like for me, it was maybe a bit of a surprise not seeing Matthew Wa. Uh, as an alternate captain, but um, I think that was kind of the only thing I thought at the time. But then when you look at it, um, you know, the, there's, it's obviously difficult to pick. Um, but I think just because I I was thinking he was going to be in a coaching role as well, that he might be given that. But if he's focusing more on that, then you can't really argue against it. Yeah, he maybe didn't want to, to have too many roles. Mm-hmm. Um. I have think, too many rolls, man. Yeah, rolls and sausage. <laughs> rolls and crisps as well, those kind of rolls. Any rolls. Um, so that that sort of led on to the first uh, actual league game that we had. Obviously still away games at this point, and it was Belfast who were first up on Sunday. Uh, a game that we lost 3-2. Kind of strange game in that two short-handed goals were scored, um, but I think a lot of impressive performances and from what I've seen in the highlights, some really good goals from both sides as well. Yeah, uh, looked that way. Um, I definitely think the goals were all were all pretty good. I have to say, um, standout probably for Belfast would be. Would be Conway's goal, um, kind of early on in the first period, the short-handed goal. Um, it was a good sort of breakaway, and he kind of danced through the through the defence. He's quite um, quite skillful, um, I would say, just kind of based on that. And I think he has been quite prolific for for Belfast so far. So he was kind of one that we would have wanted to keep out, and it's disappointing to concede so early, but. Um, 
that goal was yeah that was that was a really good goal. Um, the other goal I would probably point out would be Dyson Stevenson's, just purely from the angle of the shot and where he's hit it. Um, you know, it's a small percentage chance that that's going to go in, but probably you know a, a player of his of his caliber. That's um, you know that's something that we might see more often than not this season. Yeah, and especially up against a good goaltender, that was a a really good finish. Yeah, uh, as was was on the short-handed breakaway. Um, like you say, Scott Conway. Yeah, he's got. 23 points from 14 games so far yes. this season. That's so a real, a real danger man for them. Um, and and I think the main disappointment was probably that it looked like we were going to get a point yeah. from the first game uh, and a bit of a, a defensive mix-up um, and, and a good deflection, to be fair, from from Lewis Hook with just just under three minutes to go wins it for Belfast and it's yeah it's it's disappointing but I think when you when you look at it um to to run them that close uh, in Belfast for the first game albeit there was the the Solway game but it was still I would say quite unclear as to what we're going to get from the clan team at that point Going forward, um, I think certainly looks like we're going to be going to be really competitive. I had a, a a brief look at the the lines that he went with uh, in the game, yeah. and uh, a top line of Stevenson, Yellowhorn, and Matthew Wa, which I think we we certainly put Yellowhorn as our sort of top centre. Um, based on what we've seen from Stevenson, that that doesn't surprise me. And then also Matthew Wad working well with those two. Uh, Tim Shoup and Brock Bookabum were the the defensemen paired up with that line. Uh, so again, from what I've seen and heard, those guys have started well. Um, Tim Shoup, I think, got a goal against. Solway, didn't he? He did, yeah. Uh, so possibly that that goal scoring element that I didn't think he was he was going to bring. Uh, he might sneak sneak in with a few. Uh, Cody Saul was paired with Miko Vinen, and then again I think we we thought this, but Mercy and Reese Cochran together. Mm-hmm. Second line of Laporte, Campbell, and Crooks. Third line of Southam, Haywood, and Gauthier, with Ferguson and and Buesa, the the spare forwards. I should say that Jordan Buesa also scored an excellent goal against Solway. True. Um, yeah. So and Harry Ferguson got at least one as well. Um, so these guys able to contribute straight away. No real surprises with the the lines there, but. Um, I think you've got you've got certainly two that will be pretty much relied upon to put up points, and then the Haywood Southern Gauthier line. Um, if they can if they can put up anything, that's a bonus. But I think that's more of a a sort of hard working line. Yeah, um, it's interesting to see how how the lines are going to look and obviously it's it's early days but um you know the, your top two lines are absolutely solid um you would have to say so uh, it's 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 looking it's looking good um it's looking good so far i do like that um you know on the fourth line you could you could sub out someone and you've got like a good you've got a good backup there in, in ferguson and and Buesa just to even bring a bit more um, energy and stuff to that line, perhaps. So, um, yeah, there's good good ways that we can uh, kind of move stuff about. And um, yeah, it would just be what I'm looking forward to now is just actually 
getting to go and see them. Um, yeah, yeah. Because it's fine kind of talking talking about this, having watched highlights, but you want to go and see, obviously, to get a good. No, exactly. There's only only so much you can see when when you're not actually there in person, and you get much yeah. more of a a feel from it. And I would even, say though, sorry, I was just going to say that you know we need a few league games under our belt before we we really uh, can form a good picture. But we're just trying to be um, speculate positively, speculate at this point. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, what well, I will say though. Goalie watch. Shane Starrett. Best goalie in the league. 32 uh, 35 shots saved. 91.43 save percentage. Um, versus Best Grawani, 19 of 21. Um, for a, a, a miserly 90.48 save percentage. So that's 1 0 to Starrett so far. Well, exactly. And also, um, I saw that one of Shane Starrett's saves made it onto the saves of the week reel. Um, That's right, yeah. One thing I would be questioning if I was Adam Keefe is that uh, Belfast also had 66 shots, of which only 35 were on target. <laughs> uh, so a lot of a lot of high and wide there. Uh, but as you say, some of the other stats, uh, we we had four power plays, um, didn't convert on any, killed three or four penalties, um, and face-off wise, we were 35 versus 28. We won, so I would I would give that as give that That's as fairly one. even. Um, but, you know, stuff. I actually want to. <laughs> One a face off, never mind the majority of them in the game. Yeah, I mean we've we've finally um, hopefully got a team that's filled with guys who maybe win the odd face off. Um, and the other the other thing is that uh, it normally I would say takes a good few games before you start seeing power plays really click into action. It's difficult to expect. Yeah results straight away on that kind of thing so not worried there um no. but it's it's a good base going going ahead to the, the game against coventry this weekend which is for sure going to be a really tough one i think yeah i think so um given their their start to the to the season as well they're kind of maybe where you would expect them to be i guess but nine points from Six league games, um, the four wins, uh, one overtime loss and one regulation loss. Um, very good defensively, I think. Um, Dane Gibson and David Clements showing up the showing up the D, um, but they've also got that element of shared scoring as well. So, um, yeah, they'll be they'll be a tough a tough team to beat, um, and obviously the likes of. Yanni Lacken and Luke Ferrara are two players to watch out for. You'd probably throw John Curran in there as well, I guess. But um yeah, they can they can get goals from, from all across. Um and have done so far. So it'll be a, a tough test. But I think, you know, following like the the highlights but also the kind of Twitter updates as well the games I think people seem to be quite impressed with a few a few players on our team as well um, Cody Saul getting a a good mention a few times as well as the uh, Wa Stevenson Yellowhorn line uh, people seem to be impressed there so yeah it's um it's going to be another tight game because um, probably a bit like a bit like Belfast. Um, whereas you know this one, it could could go either way as well. Um, Coventry not being great at home, I don't think. Um, two wins out of four at home, and they were to Fife and Dundee. So yeah, we'll see see how it goes. But um, 
yeah, it'll be another another interesting game. Yeah, our record against Coventry, just off the top of my head, I would say is probably quite mixed. Um, certainly remember them coming to us and and winning a few times, uh, but we've also certainly had a few wins down there. Uh, as you said, a lot of dangerous players um, had had their injury problems though recently. Mm. Two two games at the weekend where they were, I think, fairly short-handed and kind of were able to grind out wins. Um, also, I'm not sure if well, I know that David Pro got a I think it was a four-game ban a couple of weeks <laughs> ago. There was a big right. a big fight with Guildford after one of the games. Uh, so I don't know if he's still serving the last of his of his bans, I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, as you say, they're quite dangerous and uh, and decent defensively. And as well as that, CJ Mott, I think, has just won the yeah. player of the week for this, uh, this recent week. And we know how good a, a goaltender he is. Couple of extremely flexible saves on the highlights, uh, so it will be it will be difficult. But as Malcolm Cameron said, a lot of these teams haven't really seen much of us. Uh, yeah. You know, now they've only got two games worth of video really to look at, uh, and you know we've got a lot more, a lot more of. Uh, footage from them to prepare so that gives us a bit of an advantage um and obviously we're i, I would assume still at full strength uh so yeah look, looking forward to seeing how it goes again you'd absolutely want want the two points from it but you would you would probably take any point just to get our, our season up and running given that we're we're so far behind and also Coventry are going to be the first team that we play at home, so it'd be nice to to put a bit of a marker down for when they come up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. Um, see, now that you mentioned that about injuries and stuff, that is Conor Bryan. Was he not out, or did he come out one of the games? Did uh, he? An injury, I think. Uh, I can't remember if that was the Solway game or not. Yeah, well, you might be right because I don't think I mentioned him in uh, in that lineup, did I? No. Um, so, so yeah, unless he's maybe picked something up, uh, he definitely came off the ice at one point in that game. I think he came back out, but he's maybe just been rested for. Yeah, he, w- he wasn't on the the team sheet for the Belfast game, so yeah. uh, already giving you shite info. <laughs> Anybody listening? Just that's it. Um, apart from that, though, I think I think we'll be pretty much full strength, and interesting to see just just how bad our predictions are going to be. Although Shane Starrett, as you say, he could be he could be the one. So let's see, could be a, a big goaltender battle at the weekend, and whoever comes out top, you could be looking at. at best in the league as you say I think it will to be to be fair to cycle back to that um, I think I said that Starrett would finish in the top was it top three so I've given myself a bit of leeway but I did say that he would be clan's best of a goalkeeper so <laughs> yeah take that yeah. just hope, but. well at the moment he's in the he's six after his one game uh, so a long way to go but he, sta- he started off well um, yeah he has uh, in terms of predictions though for for Coventry um, I think it'll be tight I think it'll be fairly low scoring um, but I'm going to be positive I'm going to say I'm going to say Clan will win 3-2 that is that is very positive. I, I'm going to say that I think we'll get a, a penalty shots win. Oofed. Um And I think that the winning penalty shot is going to be scored 
by Dyson Stevenson. Right. I'll go, I'll go that far to say that. Okay. Uh, but at the same time, because I need to be a wee bit negative, we could we could also lose the game quite comfortably in regulation. But I'm going to go for uh, a penalty shot win with a a two-two two-two scoreline in regulation. Yeah, it's got that kind of feel about it, doesn't it? Like a, mm. a two-one yeah, yeah. or a three-two or a two-two. Yeah, it's it's hard to hard to say yet what what we're going to be like defensively. Mm. We we obviously looked at it on paper and thought we'll be quite quite a strong a strong team defensively. Uh, but at the moment we're we're conceding three goals a game, so. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we'll we'll look to bring that down. But yeah, looking forward to it. Um and then another another couple of games I think before uh, our our homecoming, which was just recently announced. We were going to talk about uh, the lack of home game tickets being available, but that was recently uh, rectified. recently rectified, corrected, yeah. Um, and they're now on sale. That kind of went hand in hand with uh, a fixture adjustment. Obviously, this due to the fact that the arena deal took a while to get over the line, um, and the the delay of putting the ice down. So, all that uh, nonsense I've just talked culminates in the fact that our first home game is against Coventry on the twenty seventh of November. Uh, and that will be that will be great. I think the atmosphere will be will be brilliant. Just the relief more than anything. After yeah. how long? I'm not not sure. What's that? About eighteen months, something like that. Yeah, possibly even longer than that now. But um, yeah, it's been a it's been a long time coming. So and I think that's kind of what's maybe annoying some fans was that obviously we were supposed to play the weekend there and then that was cancelled but uh, and then the game against Cardiff's been postponed as well so um, it's not been it's not been ideal but as you say you know different factors uh, were involved in that and I think um, I think they'd stated this time it was due to um, the need for an entertainment license is that (laughs) which is good so yeah, I was going to be harsh and say which excuse did they pluck out now, but we're, we're over that. We're over that. True. We'll be entertained at least, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to kind of believe what's being said, that the licence couldn't have been applied for in advance, which is... Yeah, but see, fine. That's, that's fine, but see, the excuses be like COP26 and stuff like that. I'm not... No, they were... I'm nah. not buying that at all. No, I would have preferred them just to come out and say uh, that it's taken longer to get the deal finalised. Uh huh. I just say that because that's That's not. Yeah, Yeah. that's not attributing blame to anyone. That's just stating the fact. No, because the the problem with giving the excuses, as we call them, is that uh, it just gives people more ammunition to uh, to have a go, and like like has been said the the cop stuff hasn't really affected other sporting events um and things like that so I, I think it just that didn't need to be mentioned and people would have people would have accepted at the end of the day we can't nobody can get in early they have to wait so um yeah that is what it is really that's that's the thing um and as i said i expect it to be Really busy, really good atmosphere, um, and it, yeah, it is a bit of a shame that uh, we're not going to be be playing against Cardiff sooner because I think actually, as, as weird as it sounds, this might be a good time to play Cardiff. Uh, yeah. At the moment, I think we'll we'll really make it difficult for for Coventry on on that that night when they uh, come to Brayhead. So. You know, I, I, I fancy us to, to beat anyone that night, to be honest. Um Yeah. So it'll just be just be brilliant to, to have it back. Yeah, it will be actually. Yeah. 
Just thinking about that now. Definitely must win. First game back, must win. Yeah, it's it's um, already at that point. We're already telling people the team <laughs> that they need to win. Um, but I mean, bef- depending with the on the Coventry result after yeah. that, the we've got a game against uh, Nottingham, and then one against Guildford, which I believe is uh, a midweek game. And I know we've got a brand new team, but just we know what our records they're like. We've we've joked about it before. Uh, so we've, there's a potential three very tough games. Potential that we might still be might still be pointless going into that home game. But uh, I like to think that um, we'll have picked up a few and we'll be quite confident going into that that game. And we'll be we'll be we'll have our organisation and our uh, you know. The team will be fully bonded, whatever I'm trying to say, by that point. Yeah, uh-huh. um, my, or I, I guess a kind of slight concern for me is um, the rescheduled games. So obviously two, two of the three games have been rescheduled for March, which is fine. Um, but the Fife game being rescheduled for St Andrew's Day, I'm just I'm I'm worried that we're going to there's too many games um, in a short space of time. I think it's four four games in nine days or something like that, which you know for like quite early on in the season um, for a group of guys that haven't played a lot of hockey recently. Um, could yeah, be an issue. Yeah, this the the period between the twenty seventh and the fifth. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, it's um, Coventry, then Manchester away, Fife, Nottingham at home, Coventry away, and then Belfast at home. As you say, that's that's a lot. But maybe maybe they want that. Maybe they want to play a lot and try and try and get something going. I don't know. We yeah, can only, true. You can only guess. It might be by the end of that um, three and three that we're saying. It was great that the way the fixtures lay for us, uh, or it could be could be a disaster. But we don't really know. No, it's good. Uh, it's good for like excitement for fans and stuff like that. Um, but obviously, again, it's just kind of like around this time of year as well. Tickets are a bit, a bit pricey. Um, and you get you know a few weeks before Christmas at that point. Um. Are you going to optimise um, selling tickets and get getting a full house in for those games? Probably not, which is a shame, really, because the Fife game was, uh, I mean, I would say a certainty to be a sellout. Whereas you move it to a Tuesday night and, you know, I, like, I don't know. You'll obviously still get, you'll still get a decent crowd, I think, for a Fife game. Yeah, for a Fife game. That was, that was one thing I'd... I'd noted as well that a uh, midweek really does impact crowd size and also the noise. Right? Yeah. Obviously, that's the way the league is. If if we could, if everybody was able to play all their home games on a Saturday night, then <laughs> you know it just it just wouldn't happen like that. There's got to be compromises. I think we are probably. Um, in a worse position almost because we are sort of asking to rearrange all these games. Yeah. Uh, so we're possibly just having to take what we're being given. Um, but as you say, a, a game against Belfast uh, or the game against Fife originally a Saturday and our Tuesday, game against Belfast originally Saturday and our Tuesday, and then Cardiff gone from a Saturday to a Wednesday. So um, I think we're, we're definitely a team that uh, plays well with a good crowd. Um, certain certain games are going to attract a bigger crowd, like Fife, as you say, um, and the ones that bring a, a good away support, as well as generally like the bigger teams like Sheffield. I think we'll get good good crowds. Um, yeah, but it's just it's one of those things we've we've got to deal with it. 
uh, there's probably guys in the team who are used to playing with quite quiet crowds. Certainly a lot of the, the North American crowds aren't the often the loudest. Uh, so you just you just got to hope that what we do get gives gives them a good enough boost. Um, and it's it's difficult for teams to come and play at Brayhead. Like, I think that was Malcolm Cameron's thing, wasn't it? Make it a bit of a fortress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, it'll be like it will be good to get back and uh, at some point. And yeah, I, I don't like at this point. I don't really care who it is that we're playing the first game. I think you know it was a good idea probably first to get that game against Fife and uh, kind of drum up drum up a bit of support for that. Um, but fans fans will go first game back. Fans will be there. Yeah, um, for sure. And, you know, you might you might see more people get into midweek games if they can manage it. Um, just because it's been so long without without going to games. Um, and, you know, lo- like loads of people have, have missed going, so yeah, it's 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 unfortunate that they've been rescheduled to midweek, but we'll we'll see really what happens with that. Um, but yeah, I think you know you might you might end up with more fans during the week than, than what we had before. Because I think the other thing as well is like you know you get groups of people going uh, at weekend for weekend games that that have maybe never gone before or they're going on a night out or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you wonder what the the impact of that is because it's not been on for a while. Um, Yeah. Hopefully, you know, people are able to discover it again. But I suppose that's that's getting more into the whole marketing argument that I'm sure the new new people in those roles, that's that's more their problem. but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if if the crowds are actually bigger because there's been so long without it. Uh, I think that might be the case for the first first wee bit, and you can only really hope that that is that is how it's going to go. Until uh, we start playing shite, and then it'll be yeah, well, exactly. Seven, eight, That's the nine. main thing. Yeah. That is the main thing. If we are not playing well, then the crowds will drop as it is in most most sports so that's why you've got to hope that the, the team can really get us off to a five flyer um, but traditionally it has been five hasn't it really that first game yeah yeah like most of the time I can remember the first first home game has been been five and it and we've always done pretty well uh, so mm. yeah it's not really really not need like to wait yeah yeah um, and then, like, I don't know, the, the kind of other games kind of take care of themselves, but like, guaranteed back to back against Belfast just after Christmas, and then a Hogman A game against Fife. Be looking forward to those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always nervy for the Fife games, and especially, especially this season because it seems that you really don't know what kind of Fife team you're going mm. to play against. Um, but the the other thing that uh, I was going to bring up, and it's related to obviously to the merchandise, is the new jerseys, which are released every year a bit a bit late this time. Yes, uh, with for obvious reasons. Um, but uh, we've brought out our our usual trio of of jerseys. Um, I think. One of the things about uh, this, and it's kind of related to, um, are people just going to have that that feel good factor that they're going to be buying merchandise and buying tickets and and they've not had it for so long? Uh, but what are your general thoughts on the the three jerseys this year? I think um, I kind I, I kind of like them. Some of them more than others. Um, I quite like the I quite like the black jersey. I mean, I do kind of generally like the black jersey most out of all of them, probably. But 
Um, particularly this one, though, I, I do quite like the the big G on the front. Yeah. As opposed to the as opposed to the logo, but um, yeah. I, having said that, though, it kind of seems to be the only thing that's different about them. I would say they're kind of. I mean, they all look better, sort of minus the sponsors. I think someone had commented that. Um, but we can uh, we know that you know we kind of need to operate like that anyway. So that you know that's kind of fine. The white jersey, to be honest, I've never really liked a white jersey other than the one with the black sleeves. I did like that um, from a few seasons back. You also kind of miss the, the kind of lace-up collars as well. I quite like them. Do you like but, the lace-up? Yeah, I do, yeah. That's interesting. I prefer the ones without Not the lace. No. no. I don't know. I quite like them. Um, but yeah, so you're, you're kind of missing that again this year as well. But uh, yeah, like, they're fine. I do, I, I, I do kind of like them, but they're fine. I'm yeah, they are. Kind of, like, not overwhelmed. They are but. fine. I think, like, personally, I, I actually find most hockey jerseys just sort of... Yeah. I'm indifferent to them. Yeah, they are. I don't know are. if it is because uh, all the sponsorship on them um, or what, but uh, I, I kind of agree that the... To me, I think the black, the black is actually the sort of the standout, whether or not people mm-hmm. like that, I think people are slightly against the replacing the the logo with a G, which is kind of interesting. I don't really know why you would do it, but I don't mind it. Uh, there's I, I, the. I think it is just for something different, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. the the Brayhead Ice Center logo on it as well which is uh, I'm actually going I'm actually going to go back and look at that logo because it's exactly <laughs> from yeah, memory it's yeah it's a bit of a weird one actually can we talk about that what the Brayhead Ice Centre logo yeah it's literally right. it's the same thing as what's on the clan badge but just two two They're people. Just, yeah, two two different people. The guy's yeah, got a haircut. So do you think these are these are um, this is like John and Sarah from the public public skate? Do you think that's who's on it? Yeah. Or, or are they like are are they professionals? Because they look quite confident with the skate over the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um. Not sure. I wouldn't. I don't know. It's just like the same, the same kind of design, really, isn't it? Um, as the clan one, and obviously the clan one's meant to be like. Uh, I mean, that, yeah, I guess kind of confident, yeah. That Asprey logo is very big when you look at it. And it is, yeah, it is. In relation to the, see, obviously that this discussion is more of a business thing, but they'll be they'll be um paying a lot of money for that. But I remember when that was announced, I think it was quite a while ago. I didn't know if it was a temporary thing or if it was a full kind of title sponsorship, but they're obviously going for it. Uh that's a really boring business logo. Um and the way it's the on top one? of the bat, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it's really, it's probably close to fifty-fifty size-wise with the actual clan badge. Uh, but yeah, I wonder, um, I wonder what the warm-up jerseys are like. Mm, are they going to have a? Do they usually have a sort of design competition for that? Oh, they do, don't they? Yeah. Mm. It was briefly mentioned that. Dallas Kilpatrick came up with this season's design. Um, I'm not sure who who he is, but fair play for coming up with a, a half-decent design. And again, I'm kind of in the boat of, do I really care about what they look like if the team are good? No, 
No, exactly. Uh, as soon as we start losing, I'm going to be picking faults with the jerseys. <laughs> we bl- blaming Asprey for everything. Exactly, yeah. I, I kind of wish we played... I know there's a whole purple thing, I, and I get that. I kind of wish we a had... a different colour. We played with the black at home. We do, uh, sometimes, we, did we not do that... Um, Consistently. Ago? Ah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Consistently. Um, there was a period, though, where we did... We weren't playing at home, wearing purple. Because I, I remember questioning it. And I was like, what's the point in having a home jersey if you don't... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for for sure, I think the the black color is the is the coolest one. But as you say, they're fine, and I think uh, I think we can move on from those. Yeah, and, I'm, uh, I'm all for and, like the I'm all for the the kind of charity jerseys and stuff like that as well. And hopefully, they'll come back this year. Like, yeah, for sure. The Christmas jersey. From I mean, a there's, few seasons ago that was. Unreal. Yeah, there's there's been some really good uh, designs with that. I think it can get to the point where it was overkill and we're doing a we seem to have a a charity one every week. But there was yeah. there were some really good stuff um, in some of those, and the main thing that often comes out of them is is that they put us in the in the public eye. There was that one with the. The Highland Cow on it a few seasons ago, which made fairly big news um, in the hockey world. So all that kind of stuff's good. But generally, actually generally, I'm just indifferent about Clangus as well when we're talking about Highland Cows. I don't really mind. I genuinely don't. It's good to have a mascot, but I'm, I'm more interested in... <laughs> And on the ice, huge, maybe that's, maybe that's huge a bit shade, harsh. big shade thrown at Clangus. Um, I quite like Clangus. Uh, interesting though that um, as well. Sorry, looking at the jerseys again. Um, they've all got the number twenty on them. Do we think that this is just stuff that we had ready for last year? Mm, two thousand twenty. I mean, two thousand twenty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because why would it, why would what's the significance of twenty? It's not anything, is it? No, not really. Probably the number of goals we're going to concede at the weekend in the season. <laughs> yeah, if, if it was that. in the season, I'd be there. I'm, I'm buying all the jerseys. Way up, Clangus yeah. is my best pal again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Un- unfair uh, criticism. No, I'm not. Saying. This is not this is not an attack on Clangus. All I'm saying is I'm indifferent about mascots in general. Right. I like the fact our theme's consistent, to be fair. Our theme is consistent and we do push the whole Clangus thing. I'm just he's there and it's fine and he gets he's good for the kids. Yeah. But I mean like, I don't know, if you compare it to some of the other mascots like then Oh, he's tremendous compared to them. Yeah. I just more mean mascots in general. But we can save that for the mascot. Yeah. Well, exactly. Who cares what they look like? If you don't like Scott Pitt, if you you score goals like Scott Pitt, then you can take you as a mascot. Yeah. You can take you as a player at that point. Yep. Um, The only other thing I I had was... just the the way that the league's kind of shaped up in general after most teams have played sort of seven, eight, nine games. Uh, the, the thing I'm taking out of it is that Cardiff are sort of unusually struggling and Sheffield are, as expected, looking really strong. Um and the rest in between, thinking back to my predictions, I don't know how how good that is related to those. But um, we've, we've also got a lot of teams who seem to really struggle one week, but then pull out a good result the next. And it's kind of still hard to predict where it's going to go. Yeah, it's been a bit of a mixed bag so far. 
Um, there's, there's been a lot more shouts this season than I can ever remember as well. Um, yeah, that's that was a bit of a... a it's weird that a game, the Guildford-Sheffield one, would, would go all the way to overtime now now. <laughs> hey, there was yeah. some some poor finishing in that one but that's unusual uh, but just like Fife as we've said looked to be really struggling initially but then um, you know beat Cardiff for all their struggles they're still a good team um, Manchester as well getting the odd odd win and then Dundee probably impressed a lot of people at the start of the season but have have gone, I think a, a few defeats in a row now, uh, so it's kind of it's kind of hard to say. I don't know if if we are going to be like that. Hopefully not. Um, but it makes it it makes it interesting that you don't know uh, how good a team's going to be on a given night. Really, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Um, adds a bit more excitement to to match nights. Um, knowing that anyone anyone can win on a good uh, on a good night, so yeah, it just adds adds excitement to um, yeah, a bit surprising with Dundee actually that um, there's sort of one win in six losses so far in the league. Um, you would maybe expect them to be doing a a bit better than that, um, but again, it's as early days as I've said. Um, and then at the other end of the table, Sheffield always seem to play way more games than anyone else. I know. I know. I'm actually really looking forward to playing Sheffield. I think we'll see exactly where yeah. we are because they, they certainly are looking strong. Um, and then it'd be nice to, to beat Brendan Connolly. That would be good. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> But no, no, looking forward to playing them. Looking forward to playing any day, as we've said. Um, but let's just let's just see what happens. Um, and obviously, we don't have the the cup games either. So just firing straight into the league um, and playing catch up. Yeah, catch up for a while. Yeah, it'll take take a bit of time, but um, we'll get there. Hopefully, like. As we've said as well, like first home game back, um, full, a full arena crowd. Uh, I think they actually said in the statement that it was a, was it a five thousand. Yeah, five thousand two hundred. Or yeah, five thousand two hundred capacity or something. Like that. Mm. I think that's maybe if there's people hanging off the roof <laughs> or sitting on the ice. Questionable. Um, I uh, feel like standing on the the sort of gantry bit. Let's yeah, get like a yeah. You could probably get a couple hundred people on that either side. Yeah, I know. I I always thought our sellouts were nearer three thousand odd. Were they not three and a bit? Yeah, I was. I always thought it was like three three and a half to four thousand. Yeah, probably. but maybe with maybe with this new uh, deal, they've added a couple of thousand seats as well. <laughs> They just made the they made the rinks smaller and just uh, dug it down. <laughs> yeah, I, I would actually quite like to to stand up at the the wee gantry bits for for a night. That'd be quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, it'd be good. You might get one of the um, t-shirts if they bring back the t-shirt can. <laughs> yeah, he always every single week clank. That's why I don't like him. Every week he's <laughs> got never a t-shirt. Get a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, because he always puts at least one t-shirt up there. Ah right, okay. Um, I should should also say that um, Neil Douglas was was in touch with our our tweets and said that he thought the lease was great because um, he thought we were folding. Now I'm I'm taking that as a sarcasm, thanks to the wee eye emoji after it. <laughs> uh, seemed to be in a good shift in Belfast. Watching the highlights, we did look under pressure for the majority. Two good goals. Starrett showing his class. So he's obviously a fan of yours. Um, well, result in Dumfries meant little, but good to see live hockey. I agree with basically everything he said there. Um, new jerseys are nice, look better without the sponsors. I think you'd said that. 
Um, and before the tickets were released, this comment was <laughs> made, I think. Uh, yeah. Whole ticket thing's a shambles. Clan have been so slow to do everything. We'll sort it out the day before Cardiff game. Well, Cardiff game's <laughs> been moved. So you're, I guess, Neil, you're kind of right again there. We were being far too optimistic to think that we would actually play against Cardiff when that game came round. Um, no, but as as a point actually, and it's something we've not really touched on is like the season tickets. So like they were still on sale uh, until this morning. So how like I don't know how quickly does that process happen? Um, where like you've got that seat guaranteed and no one else can book that seat when yes. game like match night tickets went on sale. But I I, I don't know because. I'm not a season ticket holder, so I don't I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I know that there have been a few questions about that side of it as well. So as there always is every season. Yeah, I know it, I think it's obviously it's gonna to fall to the the ticket the new ticket manager to kind yeah. of transform things from I always think it seems basically like buried reaction room with the season tickets that they've got hundreds of emails that they're wading through they're just kind of trying to sort out individual problems uh, rather than being a fully organised well-oiled machine yeah well I mean they've got 20 years to sort it out so that's Maybe true then. and also also they're not using Ticketmaster anymore no, so no. I, I don't know how Actually, how that'll work out, you, uh, I'll be getting tickets for the game as well. But I think you've already used the new ticket system, have you? Yeah, I got tickets um, this morning for the the first couple of games. But uh, watch out when you're buying tickets because <laughs> do they try and add on like extras? Well, the, there is, but it's not like uh, it's not like. Like if you buy tickets for the cinema or something like that and it's like oh, you can like pre order this like popcorn or whatever. It's nothing it's nothing like that. It's just like uh was it like service char there's like a service charge and something else. So there's like two separate charges after the tickets. But also the map the arena map is like the they've like swung it round from what it was with Ticketmaster so keep an eye out for that but you notice yeah, well, like the sections haven't changed so it's just right. it's still whatever section you normally so did you not were you not able to see the extra 2,000 seats that they've added in no <laughs> no um, I mean there is there is space for that obviously there's uh, there's still a few more letters left in the alphabet to get more sections in but didn't see anything like that. There was no um there was no uh drop down for gantry tickets, so mm. but we'll see. Nah, we've lost you've lost me to be honest. <laughs> um I'm out. Yeah. Dragon's Den style. Um but yeah, so I think what we'll try and do is um get another uh, episode in after the next couple of matches before the, the first home game. Uh, and see see where things are. Um, but it'll, as we've said, basically every week recording this, finally, it will be great to have the hockey back. Uh, yeah, exactly. Excitement, excitement's already be, it's already begun. But when we get back in, it'll be it'll be a hundred percent all guns blazing. Yep, very much looking forward to. A couple of weeks on Saturday, I'll no doubt be there, as will hopefully many people, many thousand, five thousand people that listen to us will be there. Um, and we'll yeah, we'll we'll get back back together before that to look ahead. Um, but as ever, to people who do listen, thank you very much, and keep the comments flooding in. We're overwhelmed by the support. Yeah, th- well, 
I'm saying yeah as if that's actually happening. Thanks to anyone that does listen and does comment and does like and does share. Of course, of course. Um, But this has been episode 91 and we'll be back next time. In the meantime, let's let's get another four, four points. Yeah, six points maybe. Points in the bag for clan and... uh, See everyone at the arena in a couple of weeks or Absolutely. at the next episode we record one or the other. What we should do next time as well is uh, start picking our, um, our game picks for the yeah. weekend. For the weekend yes. games. Yeah. And then a standout, a standout game. So, yeah, lots of good stuff to look forward to. Yes. Look forward to that in the next episode. Um, that's it for 91. Cheers for turning up, folks, and we'll get get a hold of you next time. (laughs) We'll grapple with you next time. (laughs) Cheers.